Hello everybody, thank you very much for downloading this week's episode of the Cinema Catch-Up Club. This is just to let you know that the Cinema Catch-Up Club has an official Patreon page. If you'd like to become an official member of the club and get some bonus goodies, including early access material and bonus features only available to our patrons, then please join up at patreon.com forward slash ccuc podcast. And now for this week's episode. Hello everybody, and welcome to the Cinema Catch-Up Club, the podcast for films that you probably should have seen by now. I'm your host, Stephen Platt. Thank you very much for downloading this week's episode. And this week... It's an audience choice film. That's right, we asked you, the listener, to decide which animated film you'd like us to review, and you chose 2008's Wall-E. I think it's pronounced that way. Who knows? Joining me, as always, to review this film, we have someone who has seen Wall-E and someone who has not. Our guest who has not seen Wall-E, it's Maisie Cops. Hi! How you doing, Maisie? Uh, I'm good. Good. Uh, it's been a while since you've been on. I think yes. Beetlejuice was the last time we had you. Yes, yes it was. Um, so for the folks at home, uh, who are you, Maisie, and what do you do? Uh, I'm Maisie. I go to school. I'm a part-time student, part-time procrastinator. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. Excellent. And you've never seen Wall-E? No, I haven't. So what, what do you actually know about it? I'm curious, because I also haven't seen the film. It's a robot dude doing robot things yeah <laughs> all right well look to be honest that's kind of more than i knew so let's turn <laughs> over to our guest who has seen the film and can tell us if it is about a robot dude doing robot things mr patrick downs hey how you doing pat i'm good i'm good um so is wally about a robot dude doing robot it things? pretty much sums it up yeah, okay. he's pretty much just a, wa- a robot dude <laughs> doing robot things and i just looked it up and Maisie was born um about three months after this movie came out. What? So that's possibly why she hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're so young. Yeah, that's I know. That's sad. <laughs> it is. Well, I mean, so you saw this film around the time it came out? Uh, yeah, maybe a year or so later. I didn't mm. see it at the movies, but I saw it on TV. Okay, and yeah. in a sort of vague, non-spoilery way for myself and our guest who is yep. younger than the film, um, <laughs> w- 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 what, what do you remember about Wally? So it's... It is. It is about a robot dude doing robot things. Mm-hmm. Um, how do I? What's what's the what's the premise? So basically, he's a robot who is tasked with cleaning up the earth. Okay. After humankind has decided to leave the earth behind oh. and okay. find somewhere new to live. Okay. So. So it's kind of like when someone leaves like a, a rental building. And they've kind of trashed yeah. the place. He's the yeah. cleaner that's coming yeah. and gone. Yeah. He's the he's the end of lease cleaner that's yeah. come in and just tried to make everything a bit nicer. So sort of like a post apocalyptic. You got to fix everything so then yeah. the things can yeah. come yeah. back. That's that's and that yeah. and that's sort of the the setting of the film. But the actual story itself, um, obviously goes in a mm. very interesting direction. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, uh, I think it's uh, time to watch it. Are you guys ready? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, for those of you listening at home, uh, pop in your DVDs and prepare to feel really bad about how much waste we create <laughs> as we watch Wally.
and welcome back. We have just finished watching Wally. Wally. So now that's we've learned how to say it. I'm joined once again by Patrick and Maisie. Hey. Hey. So Maisie, that was your first time watching Wally. What would you think? Uh. Um. I'm honestly not that sure. It's. It's definitely not your typical Disney sing-song movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite, it's quite, it was quite different, but um, I do like the, I, I definitely like the contrast of um, just the movies that Disney does by itself with like Pixar movies. Um, uh, overall, the I did think the movie was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, and I think that the concept of it being set in the future was definitely my kind of thing because I'm very into sci-fi and all of that. Mm. So it, def- it definitely it appealed to me mm. and I liked it. Excellent. I mean, this is my first time watching it as well. And I have to say, I I, was, I had a good time. It was, it, it's, um, it, it's a film that... At the at the time, did very well. It was one of the yep. highest grossing films of two thousand and eight, um, and was definitely one um, which I'm now a little sad that I missed because it it's interesting, Patrick, looking at this film, and I'm sure because you're watching it uh, for not the first time. Sure, it does feel as though it's a particular sort of science fiction that was very present in the late noughties. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'd agree with that. Mm. Yeah, it was very reminiscent of things like Portal, for example, uh, which came a, sure, a year yeah. or two later. Um, Even the designs on the Portal mm. robots are quite similar to the oh yeah when, designs when, in the <laughs> the robots on the ship. Well, when um, the the autopilot turned up, and it's obviously a very Hal yeah. 9000, but it's also very Glados. It's uh, very it, much so. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's interesting seeing that design. Um, how, how was it revisiting this film? Because this is the first time you've watched it in about a decade. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, like, I don't want to get too depressing straight off the bat. <laughs> okay. But yeah. seeing this movie nearly 11 years after it came out mm. and the state of the environmental state of mm. the world at the moment, it's... Um, yeah, we're not, we're not too far off from that at the moment. Yeah, yeah it, it, it kind of, it, it kind of, it kind of, um... It left me a little sad and a little unsettled. Yeah. That yeah. that we haven't gotten a lot better. Yeah. Um, in taking care of the planet. Mm. Obviously, we're not at the extremes of. <laughs> yes. The planet's just a dust bowl with skyscrapers full of. But if garbage, we try yeah. really hard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, even the beginning of the even that is meant to be, one hundred years from where we are now. Mm. You know, the film itself is like, seven hundred years in the future or yeah. something. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, yeah, it, it, that that was the first, that was the initial thing. Mm. And with, um, you know, by and large, there was sort of, you know, just just everywhere conglomerate company mm. that takes up con- control of everything is like, even that's a bit kind of like we're seeing mm. multinational organisations taking control of so many facets of of just our lives. And I think that's interesting because like, 10 years ago or 11 years ago when this yeah. film was initially released... Um, there, there were big companies yeah. in lots of different areas, but you look at the um, how how things have changed, particularly for companies like, uh, for example, Amazon. Yeah. Um, just to pluck one of the massive <laughs> success stories yeah. of the yeah. last ten years, it it is interesting seeing. Obviously, you know, films and art, and particularly within science fiction, do do a bit of that um, looking forward and trying to predict the yeah. future yeah. and going, 
what if there was one big multinational that was basically in charge of everything and there are positives and there are negatives and it's sure, interesting sure. seeing how they're how they're showcased um something you said Maisie, at the beginning which um i actually just found myself agreeing with more and more was that you you said that this um this film felt like a fallout game yeah it did yeah, <laughs> yeah. just just the opening with the old like the old themed music mm. it just took me back to when i was younger and um <laughs> I, I used to like sit next to my dad playing um like fallout and i'd just get up and start dancing to the um radio i'd just keep nagging him to put the radio on put the radio on and then i'd get up and dance to it mm. so yeah <laughs> and i think the use of music in this film was actually one of its um strong points it, yeah, it, it's yeah. a very mm. the the music that's used obviously coming mostly from the film hello dolly which disney owns by the way well though, i mean <laughs> you know that helps you know if you've got a back catalog you can dip into yeah, yeah yeah no i'm just going again yeah just going back on my previous point oh yes, <laughs> yes. again hello dolly very old film but disney's another one of those organizations we can kind of look at and go mm. wow they own a lot <laughs> yeah yeah they own but you but but you're yeah. right yes it's it's um yeah wally obviously takes most of his understanding of human relationships from Hello Dolly, mm. or at yeah. least the musical numbers in Hello Dolly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just kind of adorable. It, it is. And Wally as a character, I, I loved him, uh, mm. Maisie. Uh, yeah. I just loved um, I loved how expressive he was. Oh, yeah. The the eye the thing. Yeah, the <laughs> zit, 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 zit. I wasn't I wasn't sure what that was kind of representing, but it reminded me of some kind of like flirtatious eyebrow thing mm. like like, like yeah. <laughs> so yeah it sort of reminded me of that and mm. i'm not sure if that was what it was supposed to be but well i think that's yeah. one of the interesting things about the decisions that must have been made to create this film to have a character who is um the majority of the time is on screen is not uh, verbalizing no. uh, thoughts mm. it's ex- yeah while he's expressing his thoughts through his movements through the use of music, um, through a, a whole bunch of things. Even that when he says his own name, it's not really language. It's kind of like the way he goes, Wally. It's kind of just a series of, which I guess language is, but it's kind of a series of synthetic mm. kind of warbles. Like he's not even quite saying the mm. word yeah. properly. But I think yeah. that's interesting like, how he and then later when Eve arrives yeah. and they learn to say each other's names. Yes. Yeah. Over the course of the film, the names become more coherent. Yep. So yeah, yeah. that initial Wally from yeah, her they becomes become clearer. And, yeah, yeah, by the end of the film, she's basically just shouting Wally. Yeah. Um, it's it's fascinating. It's really and it's really yeah. lovely. It is yeah. just a really lovely film. I think the design of of Wally's beautiful and how they've managed to get um, get him to communicate when his shape is not necessarily uh, humanoid. No, he yeah. can make himself look a bit humanoid, but. Um, it's it's not the shapes that we're used to having uh, those sort of bodily communications. Mm. Um, it's it's. Just but he does fun. fit that very classic Disney design where he's got, even though he's a robot and mm. he's boxy and rigid, he's still got the big round eyes. Yeah. He's got the squat, almost fat for a robot kind of body. Yeah. Like he's yeah. got that very classic, yeah. cute Disney design, mm. which worked really well. S- same with Evie. Exactly. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always say Evie because I'm used to reading Evie. Yeah. But um, Eve. Mm. Yeah, um, you're right because she's got the big eyes and she's very sleek. And, mm. yeah. and she's obviously a bit more um, expressive 
they've obviously made her because Wally was made 700 years ago and um, Eve was made more a lot more recently yeah. maybe in the last 500 years I guess I'm just mm, guessing possibly yeah. like because they've had 200 years and like you know what let's let's see if we can actually get get back to earth um so that's like that's again is like um that again is still like following like the yeah. secret of the autopilot they're not allowed to go back to earth but they're still like kind of faking it that they're going to go back to earth eventually so staying with that but but she wouldn't have been made a bit more recently so she's obviously a bit more expressive with like the technology of her eyes because they're like projected they're like holograms um so she's obviously able to um have a little more expression that wally still has like with his eyebrow movement thing but um yeah so that that works as that Wally is also very reminiscent of I don't know you might you probably haven't seen him as have you seen Short Circuit? So oh yes, he's very reminiscent of Johnny I was, Five. I was getting very big Short Circuit yeah, vibes. With, I I think I would be very surprised if they didn't mm. deliberately draw on because even the track kind of feet and the the eyes look kind of similar mm. and the claw like hands he's very very similar to Johnny Five yeah. from the Short yeah. Circuit. Movies. I was just waiting for Johnny Five as alive to be yeah, blurted yeah. at some point. <laughs> it was, um, and I think again, it's it's it is a beautifully designed film. And one of the things which took me by surprise, I, I sort of knew a little bit that we were going to see humans. Yeah, I wasn't ex- entirely expecting them all to be essentially like big fat people in um, mobility chairs. Yeah. But it makes sense, the yeah. fact that, that they've essentially yeah. gone to this sort Again, of... Again, with, like, the bone shrinking as well. Like yeah. The bone yeah. deformities. They've lived in space yeah. for 700 years. And they've they not had, they've needed had to machines do everything, doing everything for mm. them, yeah. Mm. It makes sense that we would just kind of turn into big jelly sacks. Yeah. <laughs> and it and was... they couldn't, they couldn't stand, they yeah. couldn't do anything. But then when he does stand up at the end, it's very triumphant. Yeah. You know. But the, the thing I really loved about that was not... When I initially saw it, I was kind of like, oh, okay, but this film has been around the robots, so I didn't really expect the human characters to get engaged. Yeah, yeah. And then they did, and I thought it was a really... Um, it was it was just really fun and lovely, and they were very much still supporting characters, you know, obviously yeah. the captain and John and Mary, uh, these these two that um, Wally had interacted with and kind of helped them break out of their, their, their yeah. screen-watching activity. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of loved... I, I really love the way this world was built and I also really respect the fact that um, even the villain made sense. The yeah. villain wasn't yeah. there to be bad. Alto mm. was doing what was logical and yeah. what um, they were programmed to do mm. to go, the Earth is not safe. The Earth is not safe. We yeah. cannot go back to Earth. And I just thought it was so well layered. Um, it was it was just an absolute delight. Yeah, really is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I remember when I first watched it, and I thought when the when the humans became more an important part of the story, mm. I remember not liking it as much. Kind of like I kind of just I liked it more when it was just the robots. Mm. But watching it now a second time, I totally understand why you needed that element in there. Mm. Um, and you're right in that they didn't take over. Mm. The humans didn't take over. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was their story, but they weren't the. It was still very much about Wally and Eve mm. and the other robots who were kind of helping them as well yeah. yeah you know which i think was very clever that it's it stayed about the robots mm. because there was something about them not being verbal at least not as verbal as mm. as we are i think that made them just yeah there was, there was something universal about them 
I think it helped sell the story as yeah, well. Yeah, and I think it helped having gotten used to seeing how initially, obviously, Wally was communicating how he was feeling by himself yeah, and then yeah. with uh, the little cockroach how yes adorable little cockroach yeah just it was like that's the one bug i don't want killed yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like oh you're cute but if i saw that thing in real life I'd be like, like, I, wish, ah! I wish cockroaches were actually that cute <laughs> yeah, yeah like, they were just essentially like tiny invertebrate dogs that, yeah. that him, yeah. him going into the twinkie and coming out with the little bits of like frosting on his yeah. antennas yeah that, that was cute yeah i love that he'd even taught it to, to sit and stay mm. yeah like a, like a dog it was very yeah. funny um it was again it's just a really charming film it's a it really is, really yeah. charming story but mm. the thing about seeing how we learn how to communicate with we learned how to read the robot communication through wally and then through eve yeah. so that when we got to the ship i i really felt fully integrated into seeing how those other robots were working like mo who's yeah. just cleaning up stuff and just yeah. like eh, gotta clean uh, that yeah, whole yeah. thing it was it, it's just very very well put together um did you have a favorite robot um, my favorite robot was, uh, I, I liked the, um, Mumbot, the one that was like, that was getting, um, the captain ready because yeah. she was just saying stuff like, yes, yes, sweetie. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like all of the stuff that his mum would say. Mm. And it again, like adds this like comforting, like everything's mm. okay thing to the ship. Yeah. The, the, I really loved that the design of that little pink, um, mum style robot yeah. particularly yeah. it just kind of looked like like a friendly Dalek like it had been shrunk down yeah. and it was yeah. just floating uh, yeah. there and going woo we're gonna look after <laughs> yeah. you uh, did you have a favourite robot Pat? well I do think yeah I like the I like and I like that there was a malfunctioning one as well mm. they yeah. just kept putting makeup on everybody <laughs> yeah. yeah the malfunctioning makeup robot yeah mm. I did really like that mm. yeah um, but I really loved Auto the, and the design of Auto as yeah. well I think you know that he's he it whatever it is I guess he's kind of coded male, I suppose. Or yeah. say it to him. I, I think the way the captain was speaking to Alto, it, it was a male designated robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And how he looked like a like a ship's wheel. Mm. So clever, mm. so much yeah. fun, and yeah. again, a very, a very relatable design as well. As you say, very much mm. like not only Hal from two thousand one, but also Glados and all these kind of robots that we're actually quite familiar with. When mm. the um, the probe ship. That mm. Eva yeah. comes back to mm. yeah. when it docks with the Axiom. Oh yeah, how Star Wars esque uh, it, <laughs> it was! It was like, it was great. And like, again, I, I'm sure all that stuff is 100% intentional, mm. but it's so cool. Mm. You know the way they've drawn on all this imagery from sci-fi that we're familiar with. Yeah, to tell this story, it's so clever. It was a good use of actual scientific. Um, developments in the 20th century as yeah, well like yeah. the fact that when they clear the kind of like junk of satellites around the earth oh, there's a little right. sputnik hanging off him yeah. <laughs> it was like yay and then they go past the moon landing site and there's an advert next to it and it's just strip yeah it, it strip more coming soon or yeah. something on the moon yeah it's yeah it was it was just that again it's not surprising pixar do attention to detail really really well yeah, yeah. um but it's it was just very very polished very it very is, nicely yeah. done um I, for me, in terms of a favourite robot, I, there were quite a few of the robots I quite liked that were in the, I suppose the robot equivalent of Bedlam, right? <laughs> the, where, yeah. where, the 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 defective robots yeah, who were I kind of love that scene. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I I quite like the one that just beat all those guard ones oh, into yeah. pieces. Yeah. Boxing <laughs> robot. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just the way its arms moved. Was, yeah. yeah, I love that. <laughs> that or Umbrella Bot. That, Umbrella Bot was good. Oh, I like the one. We only saw him very briefly, but it was a, a robot that was like. 
serving had like a serving tray mm. oh, and it was just yeah. bashing itself in the face with its serving tray just repeatedly yeah. like its arms mm. were malfunctioning and, the, and the, thing was, <laughs> the thing was with umbrella bot at the end it, it's not because he's malfunctioning he just doesn't want to open properly yeah mm. because at the end when they're trying to bounce the plant he opens the right way yeah. to bounce the plant to oh, eat. Oh, yeah. And so, what was really interesting is all the malfunctioning robots used their malfunction or their, their, yeah. their function to get the plant to Eve. Yeah, and out of the autopilot. So they out. Yeah, so that, that's right. The malfunction, very clever. The mm. malfunction wasn't really like that. No. They were. It was just the autopilot trying to bring them back in. Yeah. So you're saying that when we put one particular viewpoint on a social construct that sometimes that's not always going to work for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, I did not clock that the umbrella was doing that deliberately. Um, Because it must have been. Yeah. Because at the end, when it was doing something that it wanted to do, it opened the right way. Mm. Just just to get the plant to eat. That's a very good observation, Mason. I didn't pick that up either. (laughs) Yeah. This is why she gets the big bucks. Yeah. Um, Towards the end of this film, obviously, uh, Auto is trying to stop them and Wally goes through... Um, he gets battered, basically. He gets smashed he, to bits. Oh. Yeah, yeah, almost gets... Very sad. Blast, 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 sorry, blasted out into space. And he was a bit blustered when it happened. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, he gets shocked and his circuit boards are all messed yeah. up and he gets crushed by that platform. When they go into, like, the... Um, the, the garbage compactor, mm. you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I love that they had the giant wallies, mm, the wallas, yeah. yeah, the wallas yeah, <laughs> that were, that were. And but I love that after you know they find him and he's all bat- batted up, the two humongous wallies of shining their lights on him as they try to think, really lovely. Mm. And as yeah. they shoot their way up through back through the ceiling, yeah, mm. they're just waving at them goodbye. Yeah. It's yeah. very sweet. It was. It was, and I, I love that that again that physical communication was used to tell. To tell that story, because we see uh, the 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 doorway entry robot that's punching in keys, and Wally waves at him, and it's just it's looking at its own arm and waving, and by the end of the film, yeah. it's waving at everyone. Wasn't it amazing the way that they designed the robot? So so that that um, keyboard sort of robot mm. even had, while still being a robot, looked like a hunched over person mm. who'd obviously spent most yeah. of their life at a desk. Yeah. It was just a big lump, a big. It was a big robot, just, just but it like, had that that vibe of being hunched yeah. over, like it was a, a yeah. human that had spent twenty years sitting at a desk their yeah. whole life, and just even the way it just went tick, click, click, click. The, the design yeah. in the robots mm. is amazing in this movie, and I really love the way it allows you, uh, as an audience member, to sort of project those images onto it. Yes, um, yeah, and so you know you see the way the some of those cleaning robots are designed, where they're all. In a, in a row, and some of them have slightly more hunched over movements, and some of them are little and biddy yeah. and moving around. Yeah, yeah. And it almost feels as though they've they've taken those visual cues from, I, I suppose, things like um, dance performances, from things like uh, yeah. e- even things like um, Commedia dell'arte, you know, theatre where you've got very yeah. set character types. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's yeah, it's oh god, it was just fun. It was just such it's a really fun, fun. well designed yeah. film. Um, were you worried at the end of the film, though, that that when Wally had been restored and had no memory, that that was it, and the Wally that we knew was gone? I could. Well, this is a Disney movie, so these are, that's a fair call. Uh, look, these, Sorry, these, these people have have traumatized a lot of people <laughs> over the years, so um, I wouldn't put it past them. Nah. 
Yeah. Nah, I don't think so. I think it was always pretty clear he was going to get his memory yeah. back, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, but it would have been so sweet if his um, thing did work, if his recording button did work. It didn't work in the actual film mm. when um, Eve pressed it. Mm. But if it did work, that would have been an amazing moment. Like, it would have ended a lot quicker, but mm. yeah. it would have been really... Really well, I think so it to didn't, have that yeah. music in the background, they already did, but then it would have been nice just yeah. to mm. have have that coming from Wally. Yeah. And then that with Eve holding his hand and that was what he always wanted. She never did it because she wasn't quite sure about him. But that if that made him remember, that mm. would be yeah. really good. Mm. And honestly, I thought when they was like um when they like hinted it was like in seven hundred years into the future, I was like I was waiting for the original, um, uh, what the BNL guy. I was waiting for the original guy from that to like come out with Fred his like head, with his head in the, in that like containment chamber. Oh, right. oh, that would have been amazing! Yeah, like yeah. Oh my God, Fred Willard's head in a jar. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been incredible. And then he was the one controlling the autopilot. That would okay, you know. All all the time. You've just improved this film. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably the only way you can make that movie better. Yeah. <laughs> you just you just worked just it out. Futurama style Fred Willard's head coming out yeah. the ground, going <laughs> hey hey. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and then it would have just been like, and then um, and then so like the original BNL guy would have like his head would have been the ink in the in the containment chamber, mm. and he was hidden in the ship, mm. controlling auto. Um, and then like eventually he would try and like kill Wally or something like that, or he mm. would try and get rid of him. And then all of the people like some something like that. But yeah. I was like, when they hinted it was like seven hundred years, and I was like, come on, you got to do this. <laughs> I was like, do it, but it never happened. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> but look, it's it's always good to know there are alternate options. Um, <laughs> that's right. For these stories. <laughs> Um, ultimately, um, I, I had a really good time watching this film. I I just let it sort of wash over me. And I, I I suppose in terms of other Pixar films, having just watched it, I'm not entirely sure where it sits in that rank. It definitely, I I definitely Mm. cared about Mm. it. So it's already above Ratatouille for me. Not that Ratatouille was a bad (laughs) film. It's just that I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't make as strong a connection to that film as I did most other Pixar ones. Um, It does see to me. I've never seen Ratatouille. I've just seen obviously trailers and pictures. I don't know. It just doesn't look like the type of movie I care about. Ratatouille's (laughs) great. Yeah, it's it's fun. But but I cared more about the character of Wall-E than I cared about of any of the characters in Ratatouille. Um, Ratatouille the rat. Is that yeah. his name? Is that is he Ratatouille? No. No, I can't oh, remember right. his, his name, name, but like, okay. Yeah, but, but well, that's dumb. Point it should is, be called Ratatouille. We'll get we'll get you to watch it when we get to it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> and, I'm, I'm sick that day. But but in terms of um, other Pixar films, yeah, where does Wally sit for you against oh, the ones you've seen? Pretty pretty high. Mm. Um, I I haven't seen a. I mean, I've seen most of them, but there's quite a few Pixar films I've missed, so mm. I can't. Say for sure, mm. but of the ones I've seen, I mean, I don't know exactly where it sits if, if you in terms of a numbered list, but it's definitely top top quality. Yeah, I think for me, mm. it's it's right up there with the ones that I grew up watching and have fond memories of, like Toy Story, and mm. and those ones that have the fondest memories for me. Yeah, uh, for for myself, I always kind of fall back on Toy Story two as being yeah right. I think maybe the, the most well told story that they've done. Um, and it and it's up there for for, for what they've produced. Um, mm. But you know, you sit there and you go, "Oh, Monsters Inc. is really good." And then 
and then the first 10 minutes of Up is basically perfect, but it just destroys me every time. It's just Which one? Up. Um, oh, Up. I yeah. feel about oh. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just but, that first yeah. scene is just... Well, that's the thing. See, I think Wally's is actually a slightly better story than Up. I think it's a bit tight in terms of, in yeah. terms of a, a movie structure. I think it's a bit tighter. It's mm. a bit... It's a bit easier to digest. It, I, I'd it agree. It's a little clearer. I, I, as, as much as I love slash hate the first 10 minutes of Up because yeah. of oh, yeah. how well made it is, yeah. I don't feel as though the rest of the film quite lives up it to doesn't. how that It how doesn't. That, that, that opening 10 minutes yeah. or whatever it is, is stunning. Yeah. And But yeah. the thing is, is this film as a, as a package, I felt worked really well. Kind yeah. of the same as I think Monsters, Inc. from start to end yep. is yeah. great. I feel... Very the, coherent. Yeah well-made stories yeah and the first two toy stories i think are really good and then there's a whole bunch of other great stuff like ratatouille toy story 3 is pretty good um i haven't seen cars but (laughs) no apparently i haven't seen any apparently cars 3 they just completely they haven't really i was either cars 3 or cars 2 i can't remember cars 3 or cars 2 no one really cares about oh Um, i think we can skip all of them i haven't seen planes haven't seen cars or planes they didn't make one called planes didn't they yeah they did they did yeah on, on my rankings, I'd probably yes. say out of all of the Pixar things I've seen, mm-hmm. this is including the shorts, my number one is definitely Lava. The, oh, yes. Oh What's that? God, it's it's it one ma- of the shorts. It makes me cry so much. It's the sweetest thing. The entire thing is a song about this lonely volcano and then there's an underwater volcano and oh. he just wants someone else. And then eventually he, he's on this island all by himself and then there's this uh, and then he sings for someone to come and there's this underwater volcano and as he's about to die he sings his song one last time and she fills up and she erupts and comes out and then and then he's about to die completely and oh. then she starts singing and then it fills him up and then they and then he erupts and then they end up together oh. mm. killing it's, thousands of people <laughs> in the process um so it's in the middle of the ocean mm. and it the entire thing's a song yeah and it's just the most beautiful thing ever. L- Lava is very, very good. Yeah. Um, if we're throwing it out to the short films, I'm going to go for the old man playing chess against yeah. himself. Oh, um, yes. Jerry's, Jerry's game. game. Mm. That's um, beautiful, In, in that school, one. Yeah. we had to watch it and we had to write like a paragraph on it mm-hmm. and everything. And the, have you seen Toy Story? I have, yes. Woody's arm gets ripped off. Jerry, the old chess yeah, player. Yeah, he is, is in, the, in Toy yeah. Story 2. Oh, yeah, it's that same guy, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. very fun. That's very satisfying fun. satisfying scene out of every Well, there was. I'm pretty sure there was the Pizza Planet truck in WALL-E. I think yeah, the pizza, yeah. pizza Planet truck generally appears wherever they can put it in. All yeah, the Pixar well, ones. I love that they do that. Yeah. They, they put, they have you know characters that overlap. Yeah. They have things appearing, and it's all the the idea same being in, that it's all in the same world. In mm. like Moana, um, you probably haven't seen it, but in Moana, no, yeah, I have. Yeah, remember, in, I took you to see it. <laughs> what? Yeah, I took okay, you. I don't remember that, but <laughs> it was like two years ago. <laughs> but. Shows um, how valued I am. <laughs> oh, now I remember. Anyway, yeah, like yeah. when Maui starts, when his, when his hook starts to malfunction, mm. he goes through all of these different changes and then they, it changes into Sven. Yes. From Frozen. From yeah. Frozen, keeping that sort of oh, yeah. There's Disney a whole bunch connection. of character overlaps, um, props mm. overlaps and all of that. And that's yeah. what I really like about the Pixar movies and the Disney movies, especially mm. the Disney Pixar crosses and the short films. They're always mm. hiding something mm. in there. I always forget. I, I believe Brave is Pixar. Are not Disney. Brave, I haven't seen. Yeah. Again, a lot of those like more Disney, a lot of the more mm. princess Disney ones I haven't, like I haven't seen Frozen, yeah. I haven't seen 
brave. I probably wouldn't have seen Moana if I didn't take you to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, although Moana's very good. Moana's great. Um, um, yeah, Bra- Brave uh, is part of Pixar. It's not a Disney-specific oh, okay. one. I think, I think ultimately, um, yeah, Wally is is right up there, though. Mm. Um, it's... And it's been a while since I've watched a, a Pixar film, I think. Yeah, so it's, and I. yeah, it's yeah. just this conversation has made me consider that maybe the next 10 episodes will be all Pixar films. <laughs> Don't worry, they won't. Uh, we, oh, okay. <laughs> we've got to, got to space them out. Um, would you guys like some trivia about yeah, Wally? Oh, yes. Okie dokie. Uh, uh, this trivia is sourced from uh, the popular website IMDb. Um, have heard of it? Yeah. I'm gonna be prepared to get them all wrong. <laughs> it's, it's not guessing. It's, it's not that kind of trivia. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's he not. Just, Steve yeah. just tells us some facts about oh. the movie. It's not. Yeah. You, it's not guessing. It's not oh. guess game trivia. Although that's uh, that's not a bad idea for yeah. future segments. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, we'll quiz you on the film you just watched. Yeah. <laughs> um, so to explore the possibilities of pure story, visual storytelling, Andrew Stanton, the director, and the Pixar team watched every single Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton film. Uh, every day during lunch for about 18 months. Oof, wow. That's I've a... never seen a Charlie Chaplin <laughs> thing, but that all that reminded me of is um, Blackadder Goes Forth, the Charlie Chaplin, the Charlie Chaplin yes. actually balancing yeah. the slug between his nose and lip. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't let Mr. Blackadder ever stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's, I, I, th- I mean, I think that's a really interesting um, fact that, I think really comes through in the Absolutely. design of those characters, yeah, considering yeah. we spent 10 minutes going, oh, look how great it is, how they move. <laughs> yeah. And then they're using these silent film era stars of the past. Yeah. Um, I think that's fantastic. Also, if you would like to catch up on some uh, silent movie uh, visuals, uh, there's an excellent Twitter account, which I believe is at silent movie GIFs, where they've made GIF versions of moments from silent movies. And Ooh. it is pretty incredible. Um, so if you like silent films, Give it a look. Um, The first Pixar film this was uh, to be nominated for six Academy Awards. This ties it with the only other animated film to garner that many nominations, 1991's Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Oh, there you go. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. Pixar's coming for your nominations, Disney. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alyssa Knight, who is the voice of Evie, uh, was not an actress when this film was made. Oh. She was an employee at Pixar. Well, I mean, that that, that, that comes across because she's very robotic. Yeah. It's like the... Go ahead. The <laughs> oh, God. It's like the... Uh, 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 oh, gosh. Uh, uh, you guys are all right. <laughs> uh, the sound of insect clicks uh, for the cockroach were made with uh, locking handcuffs. Uh, the cockroach oh. chirps were sped up raccoon sounds, and the wind sound uh, was a bag being dragged along some carpet. Uh, the sound effects for this film were kind of interesting, um, and I, I think it was interesting mm. that they chose to generate a lot of their sound effects almost in more of sort of like a theatrical foley sense. Mm. Um, mm. Well, it was Ben Burt, wasn't it? Yeah. It? So Ben Burt's famous for doing the Star Wars films mm. and everything like that. So he's known for being a very practical foley type sound designer mm. so it's very cool that he's kept that going yeah well actually the next bit is oh, a bit, bit of ben burt trivia <laughs> um he had just finished working on star wars episode 3 revenge of the sith and had told his wife he never wanted to work on another film that involved robots <laughs> uh he then changed his mind when pixar talked through their idea for wally which he found to be fresh and exciting do you think this film was better than star wars episode 3 patrick Hmm. 
hmm, let me punt. Yeah, no, this is a much better movie than Star Wars Episode 3. <laughs> Don't do it, Wally. I have the high ground. <laughs> Wally. Oh, God. Good relations with the Wallys I have. Um, no, Star Wars Episode 3 is a terrible movie, uh, and Wally is a good movie, so yeah. Yeah. Just You're so sure of yourself. <laughs> uh, I think with good reason. Um, this look, movie sucks. episode three is the best of the prequels. I'd agree with that. It's at its best. It's an inoffensive, boring science fiction film. Mm. Uh, but it, yeah, no, Wally's a much much better movie than episode three. All right, take that, George Lucas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the concept artist studied images of Chernobyl, the Ukraine, and the city of Sofia in Bulgaria for ideas of what a ruined world would hey, look fun. like. Fun. Wouldn't that have been a fun research project? Yeah. And if you're in Ukraine and they turned up, what are we doing? Oh, we need someone that looks like a real dump. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice place where yeah. everybody's happy and there's forests and nice mm. things. And there's nothing. Anyway. Nothing to worry about. We just want. Absolutely. I'm just wondering, like, we need something to look like an absolute du- hand, hand over the mouth. Yeah. Delightful place. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, well, there's like, we know why you're here. Like- <laughs> well, I mean, it makes sense going to places which particularly... It does make sense. ...would have had, yeah. like, um, yeah. somewhere like Chernobyl, where they've had to obviously abandon that place. Mm, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Makes a lot of sense. And the art director, Anthony uh, Christov, is from Bulgaria. And, um, so he knows. Well, he one knows of the things he brought was he said, hey, Bulgaria... Um, the capital city of Bulgaria. Well, it actually kind of was because they had a big problem with how to store garbage. So it was, in a literal sense, kind of a big dump. Wow. Wow. Mm. Uh, most of the robots are voiced by Ben Burt for his mechanical okay. sounds. Uh, he recorded 2,500 different sounds for the film, twice the average uh, of a Star Wars film, and almost the most that Burt has ever recorded for one feature film. His involvement lasted for two years. Uh, when Andrew Stanton met Burt to pitch the idea of the film, he said, I need you to be 80% of the cast. <laughs> and he did a great job. Just thinking, going, linking it back to Star Wars, Wally, his voice is kind of similar to BB-8 in a way. Yeah. And then he talks mm. more in warbles than mm. in beeps. That's yeah. true. You know, it's kind of like, whoa. Do you think J.J. Abrams was sat there watching this going, Possibly. write that down, write that down? Yeah, maybe. Oh, that, yeah. that was actually, that was a good, it's a good poll. Who is cuter, Wally or BB-8? Personally, oh, BB-8. my vote goes... BB-8's pretty cute. Yeah, personally, yeah. my vote goes to BB-8. Especially yeah. mm. with a lighter thumbs up. Oh. No, nah, BB-8's pretty cute. I don't know, Wally's got his own lighter. Like He does, but he can't make his do a thumbs up. Like BB-8 does. Well, the thing does. is, mm. now they're both made by Disney. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter. So, they can hang out yeah, in episode well, nine. Well, he might be in the episode nine. Yeah. yeah. He just pulls out a lightsaber and goes, um, Ray! <laughs> <laughs> um, the director, Andrew Stanton, explained why they used clips from Hello, Dolly in an interview. He said, when I got to Hello, Dolly, and I played um, Put your On Your Sunday Clothes, and that first phrase, Out There, came out, it just... Fit musically. I finally realised, you know what? This is a song about two guys that are just so naive, they've never left a small town and they just want to go into the big city for one night and kiss a girl. That's who Wally is, essentially. They're just like a young romantic character. Yeah. Um, Look, yeah. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say that's it. I also think the fact that Hello Dolly is owned by Disney probably didn't go astray. Mm. Yeah. Just putting that out there. <laughs> and also, it, it per- personally, like that was not... That wasn't like 
my second or third. I better double check that now. Actually, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> my, my I've been first... saying that all episode. Like, what if I'm wrong? Well, then we'll forgive you. Uh, but it's it, another interesting thing is that um, Jerry Herman, who obviously wrote the music for Hello Dolly, uh, allowed his songs to be used in the film without ever fully realizing how or why they were going to be used. When he saw the film, um, he claimed that it was quote a genius move. Um, he really liked how they'd used the music from Hello Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the concept for Wally evolved from a now famous lunch that took place between John Lasseter, Pete Doctor, and Joe Ranft in 1994. Mm. Toy Story was nearing completion, and the writers sat down to brainstorm ideas for their next projects. Out of this lunch came the following films Wally, A Bug's Life, Monsters Inc., and Finding Nemo. It's good. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm thinking of a different musical altogether. Mm. That's a bit embarrassing. Well, it's okay, Pat. I'm sure at one point in the future, Disney will they'll, own... I'm sure they'll buy it. Yeah. I'm sure... Where did I hear that then? Oh, well. Um, oh, that, that reminds me of another thing that's definitely on my Pixar top list. Oh, yeah. Num- number two um, it, on my Pixar list, so like number one, Lava. Number two would be actually Finding Dory. Oh, really? Can, yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of people don't really like it. I've heard that. But... Um, I actually really like, if you watch it without getting bored, um, <laughs> then eventually towards the end, Dory finds her parents, mm. but there's just this cute thing of her losing her way home. Mm. And she, she looped, and that's, that's how she lost her parents, but then she forgot that she, lo- that she, lost, that she lost her way home. Wow. So she, she leaves home and she's like, okay, follow the shells. And then she turns around and she's like, wait, what am I following again? And she completely forgets everything. And then there's like this thing where she finds two people and she's like, hi, I'm Dory. And she's like, you just said that, honey. And it's, it's really sad. Oh. So that, 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 I, I really like all of, I feel like um, Pixar's able to balance out really um, good, to balance out like, the funny and the sad and mm. be able to use the funny to enlighten it, but not take anything away from the overall um, story. Yeah. Uh, this film contains numerous references to Apple computers. Uh, when Wally is fully charged by the sun, he makes the same boot-up noise of the Apple Macintosh yeah. uh, from back in the 90s. Wally plays his favourite movie at night through the screen of an iPod. Um, <laughs> and the villainous autopilot's voice is provided by Apple's text-to-speech system Macintalk, which I did not realise watching that. <laughs> But makes total sense. Um, Evie's slick design was also uh, a parallel to the designs of the IMAX uh, at the time. Yep. yep. Oh, yeah, the yep. big. The big, like, kind of colourful. Uh, along yeah. all of the curves mm. yep. as well. Yep. That, that makes sense. She looks, she mm. looks like a mouse. In fact, Evie... If the back of her was flat, then she'd look like the Apple mouse. Mm. Uh, Eve was also co-designed by Apple's Senior Vice President of Industrial Design, Jonathan Ive. Oh, so it was... She really is just an Apple product, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Story supervisor Jim Reardon describes the film as, quote, like if Buster Keaton made a movie with Sigourney Weaver, end quote. I think that's a... Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. It's pretty much spot on. Yeah. Um, Eve takes four seconds to solve a scrambled Rubik's Cube. Mm. In the real world, a robot called Sub-1 holds the world record for solving a cube in 0.887 seconds. Oh. Uh, with two webcams uh, to capture the arrangement of the sides it then calculated the solution and applied it within 20 steps also apparently any scramble can be solved in 20 steps or less well there you go so robots good at Rubik's Cubes yep 
Uh, and finally, uh, Sigourney Weaver is the voice of Axiom's main computer in this film. <laughs> Andrew Stanton jokingly said to her, you realize that you're playing Mother now, referencing yeah, yeah, the computer yeah. from Alien, uh, in which she also starred. Yeah. <laughs> and I just think that's, that's a nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's just a really nice touch. It's always uh, it's always good to get Sigourney Weaver in a science fiction film. Yeah, yeah, she was great in Paul. I always remember her in what in Paul. The um, I never saw that. She she has a cameo in that, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll add it to the list. Uh, <laughs> with all that being said and done, I think it's time to score the film. So Maisie. Uh, as you have not seen the film, you get to go first. Oh, what no. score are you giving Wally out of ten? Ooh. Oh, out of ten. Okay, that was. I think it was out of five, and I was. Yeah. Okay. Um, I probably give it. Let's say. Eight and a half meal cups or meals in a cup. Yeah. Cupcake yeah. in a cup. Yeah. <laughs> Cupcake in a cup. Excellent. So you, you very much enjoyed this film. Yes, it was good, but I think my. So the thing that I'm definitely comparing it to is Lover. Mm. If you haven't seen it, Get on watch it. it. It doesn't cost money. It's not a movie. So Lava, YouTube, go, do it. You won't regret it. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, okay, you've heard that, folks. Uh, Patrick- <laughs> this check just arrived from Maisie from the Pixar Corporation. <laughs> uh, wow. Oh. I wonder if we, or we probably shouldn't say that on the on the on the podcast. Shh. I hear she's working for <laughs> we'll big. Catch that later. <laughs> um, Pat, what score are you giving this film? Um, I'm going to give it eight replaceable eyeballs mm. out of ten. Um, it's really lovely. It's a beautiful story. It's the design is just and the and the character work is really what makes it special. Mm. I think it's great otherwise, but that just takes to that next level. And yeah, it's um it's it's fantastic. It, it is a very strong film, and I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to have to give it um, eight laser arm blasts out of ten because yeah. Eve's laser arm is great. Um, it's it's so cool. The way yeah. it's just like boom. It, it, yeah. I mean, it's extremely overpowered. Um, yeah. I'm okay with that. And yeah, that's exactly. It's kind of like why does the plant robot need a blaster? But <laughs> I'm glad that she has it. It's it's great. <laughs> I, I, I'm, and I really love again that that overpoweredness of it in that setting yeah. is so good because yeah. no one will then mess with whoever has the arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's I, so I, good. I, and also, just I love when it she first fires it and you see the distant explosion from Hal's perspective and it's like this little blue mushroom cloud and he's yeah. like, <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's it's just a really lovely film. Yeah, it's like why why does the robot who's searching and trying to protect like searching for life and trying to protect it have something that could potentially destroy it and kill it well what if there was the last tree and there was some like lumberjacks kind of knocking around it'll blast those lumberjacks yeah oh god (laughs) (laughs) take that but it's very cool i also love that she is very indiscriminate with its use as well Mm. or at least very liberal with its use yeah i do like that she's quite happy to to blow up anything with but that then arm by the, by the end of the film um she's using it to essentially blast their way through the ship and also oh, yeah, yeah. she doesn't just use it to destroy things yeah. Yeah. also uses it to threaten people but doesn't actually fire it yeah. i think it's really interesting yeah. that, that and I love she's Although, trying to grab it from like while he's taking it and she tries to grab it and yeah. then she um has to like she has to like um move the thing like load it like I don't know what's yeah, called. Like, click it to ch- put it back yeah. in place, and then yeah. <laughs> and it's just like oh, danger, danger, danger. Yeah. And then she's just like, "Why oh, don't you take?" Although it she in did the first blow place. up one of those sentry robot things. Mm. Yeah, those... but that was 
that was kind of cool. I know, I know it was after, but yeah, I did like that. That was, that was like, this is just shot one of them. Yeah. It was like, okay, I guess we're on the run now. So mm. yeah, your fault. I also Most liked things. that, like the evil in quotation marks robots, like the little assistant robot to auto. Yeah. Mm. I like that he doesn't turn good. I like that he just gets smashed. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm I was okay with like. Into the water and then, like I know. I think that's. Wh- I think like- that's what they thought you were expecting, <laughs> but then he just smashes it next to it. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of like that. Or it's at least still- it would have been funny if he landed on like the diving board and just. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that he just landed next to the pool and smashed to yeah. pieces. <laughs> I think the captain just straight up murdered that robot. Yeah, yeah, but I'm okay with it. It's like, yeah. you know, there were plenty of... There, there were just, just as many bad robots as there are good robots. So I'm yeah. happy that not all the robots got saved. I like that some of them just got smashed or shot. I'm just imagining, like, angry parents mm. Okay with that completely. <laughs> yeah, I'm just imagining, like, angry parents online, like... <gasps> I just watched Wally. Like this is promoting murder or something like that. Oh, it's like, it doesn't matter because it's a robot. Mm. I'm sure there's lots of other things they probably get yeah. crosser. Yeah. yeah, like saying climate change is real. Yeah, <laughs> probably more angry at that. Yeah. Well, that depressing note. Yeah, pretty much. No, I was just yeah. thinking. My only complaint about the film was that the American flag on the moon base uh, was still had its colours because in reality the amount of sunlight it's been exposed to, all the colour would have been faded off the flag by now. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's you... just a white flag now. Yeah. It's oh. like the moon surrendering. It's just, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how do we know that, seeing as we've never actually been to the moon, Steve? <gasps> what? <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> as a joke, before anyone thinks I'm a flat earth truther, moon landing denialist or something, I'm, I'm not. It was all <laughs> I do like the idea of a flat earther going, hey, I believe in the moon landing. I just <laughs> believe that we took off from a plate. Oh, That's and like... It actually it, made it easier to get there. In, um... in. This just reminds me of another thing. Mm-hmm. This is from Universal Studios. Oh. Uh, in Minions, they are in London um, by the time, uh, around the time of the moon land, uh, around the time of the quote-unquote moon landing. And they're running away from the police through a, um, they're running away from the police through a TV thing. And um, they run through the set. Of oh. the moon landing. Oh, the little Stanley so, Kubrick there, probably yeah. pointing his camera. Dun, dun, dun. Those cheeky minions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. when, what will they do next? Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's a movie I've never seen, thankfully. It's really, it's actually really good. I will take your word for it. Maisie, would you like to review Minions with Patrick one day? Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. I, I really like I'm washing it. my hair that day, unfortunately. <laughs> I can't. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're washing that hair that does. You're washing your hair that does. And that's two, that day is two months from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I will be. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's got it all planned out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Patrick and Maisie, thank you very much for joining me on this episode. You are welcome, Steve. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to be back and I will definitely try my best to be back again. <laughs> Lovely. And for you listeners, try your best to get in touch with us in a number of ways. Uh, we are available on Facebook. If you want to leave us your own reviews, what's your favourite robot? Is it Johnny Five? If it's another answer, it might be wrong. Uh, but yes, if you love uh, robots or just want to discuss anything, go to the Facebook page and leave your comments there. Just search for the Cinema Catch-Up Club on Facebook. We are also available on on Patreon to get some extra bonus goodies. Uh, just go to patreon.com forward slash CCUC podcast. And of course, make sure that you're subscribed uh, on iTunes or SoundCloud or where the good podcasts are available. But that's all for this week. So until next time, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.
You have been listening to a Thought Jar Productions podcast. For more information, please visit thoughtjarproductions.com.